0: The little dust-covered creature let his bag drop to the ground. A hand went up to its heart. I'm a Muslim, sir. We don't do hanky-panky. Ziauddin was small and black, with baby fat in his cheeks and an elfin grin that exposed big, white, rabbity teeth. He boiled tea for the customers in an enormous, pitted, stainless steel kettle, watching with furious concentration as the water seethed overspilled and sizzled into the gas flame. Periodically, he dug his palm into one of the battered stainless steel boxes at his side to toss black tea powder or a handful of white sugar or a piece of crushed ginger into the brew. He sucked in his lips, held his breath, and with his left forearm tipped the kettle into a strainer. Hot tea dripped through its clogged pores into small, tapering glasses that sat in the slots of a carton originally designed to hold eggs. Taking the glasses one at a time to the tables, he delighted the rough men who frequented the tea shop by interrupting their conversations with shouts of 1, 2, three, as he slammed the glasses down in front of them. Later, the men would see him squatting by the side of the shop, soaking dishes in a large trough, filled with murky bilge water, or wrapping greasy samosas in pages ripped from college trigonometry textbooks so they could be home-delivered, or scooping the gunk of tea leaves out of the strainer, or tightening, with a rusty screwdriver, a loose nail in the back of a chair. When a word was said in English, all work stopped. He would turn around and repeat it at the top of his voice, Sunday, Monday, Goodbye, sexy, and the entire shop shook with laughter. Late one evening, just as Ramanna Shetty was ready to close up, Thimma, a local drunk, who bought three cigarettes every night, roared with delight to see Ziauddin, his butt and thighs pressed against the giant ice box, shoving it back into the shop, inch by inch. Look at that whippersnapper, Thimma said clapping. The ice box is bigger than him, but what a fighter he is. Calling the whippersnapper close, he put a twenty-five paisa coin in his palm. The little boy looked at the shopkeeper's eyes for approval. When Ramanna Shetty nodded, he closed his fist and yelped in English. Thanks you, sir! One evening, pressing a hand down on the boy's head, Ramanna Shetty brought him over to the drunk and asked, How old do you think he is? Take a guess. Kimma learned that the whippersnapper was nearly twelve. He was the sixth of eleven children from a farm-labouring family up in the north of the state. As soon as the rains ended, his father had put him on a bus with instructions to get off at Kitur and walk around the market until someone took him in. They packed him off without even one pesa. Ramanna said. This fellow was left entirely to his own wits. He again placed a hand on Ziauddin's head. Which I can tell you aren't much, even for a Muslim. Ziauddin had made friends with the six other boys who washed dishes and ran Ramanna's shop and slept together in a tent they had pitched behind the shop. On Sunday at noon, Ramanna pulled down the shutters and slowly rode his blue and cream-colored Bajaj scooter over to the Kitamma Devi temple, letting the boys follow on foot. As he entered the temple to offer a coconut to the goddess, they sat around the green cushion of the scooter, discussing the bold red words written in Kannada on the cornice of the temple. Honor thy neighbor, thy god. That means the person in the house next door is your god, one boy theorized. No, it means God is close to you if you really believe in him, retorted another. No, it means, it means, Ziauddin tried to explain, but they wouldn't let him finish. You can't read or write, you hick. When Ramanna shouted for them to come into the temple, Ziauddin darted in with the others a few feet, hesitated, and then ran back to the scooter. I'm a Muslim. I can't go in. He had said the word in English, and with such solemnity,